0: Mr. Mangone coming off a big night with Mr. Grant Nefer doing Turd Ferguson things. Uh, I guess I'll start with uh, you uh, You first here, uh, Grant.
1: How's it going, buddy? Oh, it's not going too bad. Didn't really do a whole lot today. Um, getting ready. I'm going over to South Carolina for a golf trip this in a few days, so... I'm just getting all the DFS in I can before it goes on a week-long bender.
0: Yeah, there you go. And uh, Mr. Mangone, you had a good night last night. Congratulations, sir.
2: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was a solid night. Uh, no complaints. Uh, Julius Randle season, so we got to run it back, right? Uh, I can't. No,
0: we are not going to run it back tonight. I'll explain why.
2: Whoa, but... why not? I'm... I don't
0: know. I'm not a big fan of Julius Randle tonight.
2: I, dude, after last night, man, I can't, uh, I can't argue with Julius Randle, dude. dude. You can do no wrong right now.
0: We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, did anybody else do any fun? Do you guys have parades and you guys go out with your friends on St. Patrick's Day? Does anyone do any of this? Or are you just like hardcore grinding NBA stats on a Saturday watching college basketball, Travis? You do, any, do anything fun today or no?
2: No, literally nothing That uh, <laughs> has been fun. Uh, I woke up, I got a coffee, I did a sharp side article, bet some college basketball, NBA, a little bit of Fortnite, and then, uh, yeah, now talking the show with you guys. So uh, I'm going to be watching the college basketball for the rest of the night, NBA. Uh, it's, you know, might, might as well get a pizza and wings wall, right, at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, Grant, you do anything? You you always like, Grant always likes a good party. You do anything fun today? Uh,
1: no, no. Normally, I lived in LA, I'd always, they would close off like three blocks of downtown mm-hmm. and I'd see how much green beer I could drink before I. I, I had myself
0: thing. some green beverages today.
1: Oh gosh, it's so good! It's so much better than normal colored beer. Green
0: Bud Light tastes so much better than regular Bud Light. Let me tell you, right? <laughs> I don't know how the I don't know how the food coloring does it, uh, but it's great out there. But uh, we got a fun night of basketball. Uh, Travis is going to try to run it back and win all the monies again tonight. So, uh, Travis, guess what? Your first game of the the first game of the night. Uh, is Mr. Julius Randall season for you? So uh, we got the Sons of the Pelicans. Uh, I'm looking at Julius Randall. He's 14 9 on fantasy draft, reasonably priced on DraftKings. Uh, I've got his ownership pulled up uh, for DraftKings tonight. And he's looking like he's going to be one of the top five highest owned players of the night. Now, I know he had a good game yesterday, right? But you look at all the games before that. And guess what those games have in common, Travis? Do you know what those 35 fantasy point games have in common?
2: Uh, second night of the back to back.
0: The, you know, I'm Anthony here. Davis would play in those. <laughs> okay,
2: that, that, that's a good point.
0: So, Anthony. Davis
2: about against the Lakers, Britt? Uh,
0: look, look, I've got a cherry pick. Obviously, there's going to be way. Situa- I okay. want to argue with Travis. Travis has fired up. He's been arguing with Dean. I want to argue with Travis on this one a little bit here right now. So, uh, you know, sell me a little bit. I, I want to hear your. I, I don't really need your argument. I understand it, Travis, but I want to hear your
2: reasoning, and then I'm
0: going to try to combat you just a little bit. on under-
2: Yeah. So I think like there's, by now we know there's like a lot of situations in the NBA where we just want to target like every single day. And, uh, when I see Aiton on the slate, I go, Hey, that's a good spot to target. Right. Just like the same guy in that price here, Uh, Rudy Gobert. When I see that I can say, Hey, uh, I want to target, you know, the nets, uh, for Rudy Gobert. Like that's a great spot. Just like Julius Randle here, like against Aiton, this is a really great spot. He's been seeing a ton of usage. We know they don't really want to give, you know, uh, uh anthony davis the ball a ton right like they're, they're not giving him a ton of minutes only 20 minutes a game about uh you know he can have the two fantasy points per game i get it but we know they're going to run randall out there a ton i also think the pelicans are in an experimental phase right they're trying to figure out what they want to do for the future so i'm not scared to play them right i'm scared of some of these other teams like the bulls who are like not getting Laurie Markin mark and in run uh, i just really feel safe and secure with julius randall in the situation he's in high usage player against a guy like deandre and uh this seems like oh. too about to pass well, up
0: and hey i'm biased I listen be- oh hold on all right you ready for this one yeah, let's uh see. this is from elvin gentry expect to see uh diallo get some more minutes tonight also julius randall won't come close to the 42 minutes he played last night expect him in the 30 range now is that 30 or is that like 38 um i don't know i'm i was kind of worried about that a little bit as
2: well yeah that's totally fair and i get that and i think rudy gobert at the same price is similar but uh you know it depends on what what site you're on like on dk specifically i know uh fantasy you can play like all the big men you want so like you don't have to worry about this but on dk right randall gets like the forward flexibility which could be nice rather than being center flexible so um yeah that's kind of one thing that's like interesting about randall today that gives him that like little extra spot where you can get in there but the 30 minutes is definitely concerning and i got another one for you thomas sabarinsky will play on saturday so yeah uh, that's
0: that's a little surprising i thought he might end up sitting out yeah
2: because if he didn't play uh bradley Beal would have been a massive uh you know massive play to play he's already one of the most safest plays uh, every single day but that would have just secured him even more
0: um so grant uh what's your what's your randall take you know we kind of just jumped right into this this is saturday two nba weekend basketball always gets a little weird you got to pay attention to all this stuff uh, i'll go back on mute here before the roto grinders alerts start blowing up my phone for everybody uh, but what do you think of this news um you know if you liked randall i think you got to bump him down you know i you know uh, i'm looking at our projections we've got him at 32 uh 46 fantasy points seems a little high i know it's a really good matchup uh I don't know. I think I'd take the
1: under on 46 fantasy points for Randall tonight. Yeah, I'm on the same page here, especially with this potential mass decrease. You're right. When Davis is playing outside that one Lakers game, which was strictly revenge, mm-hmm. Randall is just not playing as well. I pretty much locked him in last night, and it's not going to be the same. He's playing on the second yeah, end. The I,
0: I agree. I played him. I played him last night. It was good. And I think, uh, I think I'm going to swerve off of him just a little bit tonight.
1: Yeah, I think I'd rather play Anthony Davis than than Julius Randle. I think Davis is going to outscore him point for point. He gets a great matchup too. He's only getting that 21-22 minutes, but he is averaging close to or over two points a minute in the last, what, six, eight games. Um, He's just playing as hard as he can while he's actually on the floor. He's going to get 21-22 minutes and he has a real shot at 40 points here. This is an all right slate, but it's by no means fantastic, and he's just seventy one hundred still. Um, so I'd rather play Davis than Randall. But I mean, the guy that I'm really going with, I know it's on a back to back. I know he just played forty one minutes, but they have no reason not to play a of minutes. He's just on an absolute tear lately. Is uh, Elf like yeah. he's just uh, he's just doing crazy things, and his use or his uh, production will get a little bit of a decrease there with Davison. Obviously, he's probably not going to end up with sixteen rebounds again, but he should still be one of the focal points of the offense here. He should be getting a whole bunch of dimes, a whole bunch of points. I really like Peyton tonight at six nine. I don't think a lot of people are going to go with him on the second of the back-to-back, but he's probably the most of my like uh, Pelicans exposure because Davis and Randall, like Randall's just not the guy you really want to go with tonight, especially after everyone's going to just go absolutely nuts for last night.
0: I think uh, I, I'm kind of angry that this Julius Randle news broke because I was going to have a hard fade of him tonight. Um, now his ownership is going to drop from top five to probably outside of the top 10 uh, man going. I'm going to go back to you with the uh, note that Diallo is going to get more minutes, right? A really good fantasy point producer. You can see the the swings over his last four games, right? 13 fantasy points, 22, eight and 32, all different amounts of minutes. Um, it's a pretty good matchup for him. If, you Know if Randall's going to get a little bit less minutes and Diallo is going to get more. Now, this is Elvin Gentry, he can mess around with us a little bit. It's always tough to take coaches for their word sometimes for DFS. But if there is some reasoning behind it and he were to get bumped into the 18 to 22 minute range, this looks pretty good for Diallo tonight.
2: Yeah, uh, Brett, life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. And, uh, Stay it Check Diallo day is coming. Yesterday, I thought I wasn't going to play him. I mean, I thought I was going to play him, and I didn't end up playing him on DraftKings. I played him over on FanDuel. But uh, today, I didn't think I was going to play Check Diallo, and it looks like Check Diallo day is coming. I think I'm going to change out uh, the Julius Randle exposure for Diallo. Gives me some money to spend up at some other positions. That seems like the route to end up going today. So, uh, if, if that's the case, I think Diallo is a really strong value play. Uh, you know, sites are going to start moving him up. We're going to want to get a ton of exposure to him. I think he's good chalk today. He's someone I'm definitely get some exposure to because, again, Phoenix is, uh, you know, not, does not have that great of a front.
0: Yeah, and, um, you know, with Randall ownership, I think it's going to start ticking down a little bit throughout the industry uh, as this news process is right. We got a full 90 minutes before lock. Uh, I expect the yellow to probably get a little bit of a bump up. I agree with Grant, too. You know, Elf Payton, Mr. Triple Double, back-to-back-to-back to back to back triple doubles. I don't really see any reason for this to stop either tonight, man, going to you.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely think running it back with him is a good idea. It's a little revenge, too, for uh, Payton, right? Uh, that's always good times.
0: Yeah, that goes a little ways back, but yeah, a little bit of revenge for Peyton. dude. dude,
2: dude but that's that's the team that passed on him, right? Like, you do not forget the team that decided, hey, like we drafted you, but uh, yeah, pass. We don't want to uh, let you uh, kind of take the keys to the uh, you know car and do
0: everything. Are you and hoop gonna play Diallo and Cash tonight? I I don't know. Sounds... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. you, you yeah. Someone asked, someone asked you in chat: Is Diallo uh, reasonable for Cash tonight? I think. It's um you know we're still early in the news cycle, I think for uh for weekend basketball, but I think right now i, I don't I wouldn't mind playing a little bit of Diallo if I got you what you want tonight,
2: yeah, no, I definitely am going to look to play Diallo he's definitely a strong player and and same with Peyton. like I, I want to try and get him in there it just depends on construction right like mm-hmm. If you have the Diallo now, you might have some more money to spend up. That's something that could end up coming into play. So if I have some money to spend up, I could get up to a guy named Steph Curry who's going up against uh, the Thunder, fast-paced game, no Kevin Durant. So obviously construction has changed a little bit. I think Elf Payton is a strong play, but I do think Steph Curry could maybe uh, eke his way into some teams now with the way that news broke
0: All right, Grant, let's go to the Phoenix side. Well, first, actually, Grant, uh, any of the fringier guys, the Frank Jackson, right? He's out there. He's taking a lot of shots. He's playing pretty well. The price actually took a little bit of a dip. I didn't like him above the 5K, right? But now that he's just a little bit lower and he's 9-4 on fantasy draft, I don't hate it he's going to be out there chucking the ball. But I think uh, there's just other players I'd rather use tonight. And uh, the Kenrick Williams, those type of plays, I'm not really on. I think it would be Diallo, Payton specifically, are, are probably my main two targets on uh, the Pelicans. You got anything else from them?
1: I'm not playing Kenrich. I don't mind Jackson. Um, Like how much he actually ends up doing in the game is – like subject to a whole lot of variables and I think with uh, Randall getting a bit of his minutes uh, rolled back here on the second end of the back-to-back Jackson could be in for a little bit more usage do a little bit more while he's on the floor I don't expect a whole lot of people to be on him and 4800 is not a terrible price tag so I don't mind Jackson but I'm not going with I'm not playing Diallo and I'm not playing Williams
0: yeah uh, how about the Suns Grant right so we saw last night where like DeAnthony Melton could possibly get the get some minutes and then he doesn't even like play so I think it's uh, pretty obvious who you want on the Suns today you've got Devin Booker right this is a really good matchup against the Pelicans I think he's in play you've got uh, Eaton if you want to play him you've got Oubre and then if you want to get a little friskier you could play a Josh Jackson somebody like that Uh, you, you bring up the court IQ you look at who the minutes are Um, those are the guys getting the minutes for the Suns those are basically the only guys I have interest in
1: yeah so Booker is probably my favorite play on the Suns tonight I mean just a matchup versus New Orleans It should be very fast-paced and he has potential for just an absolutely massive yeah. ceiling here. So Booker's the guy I really want to go with. I'm not really going with Aiden too much. I don't really like the matchup too much and I expect him to be fairly heavily owned, at least what it looks like from the projections. So I'm off him. Oubre is a fine play, but he's another guy that should be fairly high owned after what he did uh, last night. So I'm not really going with him. And then Jackson and Bridges are two guys that I'm using for value most of my lineups here. I think one of them ends up doing a lot like, they haven't been producing great on a point for basis. And Jackson, I obviously like better when Booker is out and he gets a whole lot more usage. But both of them should be in the mid to high 20 minutes, maybe more. Um, and both of them potentially could be in for a big game going up against this New Orleans team here. So they're where I'm looking at for a lot of my value. And I think I have, like, 40% Jackson right now, 40% Bridget. Mm-hmm. And just kind of splitting them throughout my lineups.
0: Yeah, Holmes is out too, which should really solidify Eaton's minutes, I think, on the little bit of a higher side tonight. Uh, so I, I actually like Aiton, uh quite a bit tonight. He's interesting um, without the threat of Holmes coming in there to to take any minutes. And, you, you know, if you look at the direct backups on court IQ every time Eaton's off the court, uh, it's Rashawn Holmes, who's on the court. So um, his backup isn't really going to be anywhere near as good. Not really sure what they're going to do there. Um, but I think Eaton's production is pretty solidified tonight. So I like him. Uh, how about, how about you, uh, Mr. Travis? Uh, what are we doing? I, I think, uh, I, I like Booker quite a bit. Um, Point Booker is always a good play. And then I think it's Aiton, then Ubre, And then I, I think there's enough games tonight where I, I don't know if I really need to mess around with Jackson too much.
2: Yeah, I think Jackson is certainly in play. There's a ton of upside at that price. And his role has been a little bit more secure. And when his role is secure, I, I kind of get on it more. So uh, I think he's a fine play. Uh, but man, the show me the money play is uh, DeAndre Aiton. I don't get uh, how you're not playing him, uh, Grant. Yeah. I guess maybe it's because he's chalky. Um, I don't know if that's kind of the reasoning, but I think he's a phenomenal play today. He's going to get a ton of minutes. Uh, I did play him in the game against the Jazz because – Going against Rudy Gobert, I expected them, you know, for him to get a ton of minutes because, again, they need his thighs. He got the minutes. He just didn't know how to score a basket. I don't expect that again. His exact quote was like, man, I give myself an F grade for that game. He was kind of really irritated at the way he played. So uh, he's definitely not looking to do that again. I, I'm expecting a big game from DeAndre and He's someone I want to get a ton of exposure to. Great tournament play, uh, you know, cash play too, all around. Love DeAndre Ayton honestly.
0: I'm looking at fantasy draft where you can kind of do whatever you want. Uh, Booker or Julius Randle, man, going. You got to play one of the two.
2: Uh, that's, t- I, that's tough. Uh, it's I'm going to say Booker. I, I'm saying it's Booker now because obviously the minutes with uh, Julius Randle, but no. it's it tough. Or it is Rudy, tough Go- to trust- Rudy Gobert
0: is also the other guy, too. Like there's some in that range on fantasy draft. It is really tough, is, is kind of what I'm getting at tonight.
2: No, I, I agree. And I think Rudy Gobert is a phenomenal play that people are just going to overlook, right? It's in the last game. I think this Pelicans Phoenix game is the one that everyone's looking at. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that you bring up some good points. And the other thing we have to notice: can we actually trust Jul- uh not Julius Randle? can we trust Alvin Gentry? Uh, he always gives some wonky stuff. Uh, I don't know if we can definitely trust him here, but, uh, you know, getting that minutes news, what I think I'm going to do is I think I'm going to, you know, go higher on Booker and go higher on Gobert rather than
0: Randall. Yeah, I think we're at the same. Anyone else got thoughts on this game? I think we got this one pretty nailed. Now yeah, let's move on to the next one. All right. Uh, Grant, which side do you want? You want the Grizzlies or the Wizards?
1: I'll go with Grizzlies. All
0: right. Yeah. Let's do this one. So, um, Valanchunas broke my heart last time out, right? Uh, pretty good matchup, uh, against Atlanta. Just 20 minutes, eight fantasy points. And, and like Joe Noah off the bench just twists the knife in, right? Like, and he goes off for a big game here. So, uh, Valanchunas disappoints. Uh, and now he's got another re- really good matchup here against Washington, who just, You know, Portis is a sieve. Uh, Jabari Parker is a sieve. Uh, It's not like uh, Thomas Bryant's going to be out there for a ton of minutes tonight. So uh, I have some Jonas Valanciunas GPP love, especially uh, for the what have you done for me lately crowd. I think he's a good swerve. And then we have Mike Conley, too, who was on his way to a massive game, played just 26 minutes. Uh, But that's because they got blown out of the building here at 37 fantasy points. And uh, I believe the, the the Grizzlies are doing this weird thing. I forget the exact thing, but they're trying to actually win a couple of games for some sort of draft pick thing. Um, I forgot it off the top of my head here, but that's why Conley's minutes have kind of bumped up into this 35 range down the stretch here. And this is against Washington. Uh, I think Conley's a pretty reasonable play tonight as well.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm all over Conley. And then I think almost every single lineup, I have either Val or I have Noah. I mean, we've known that you want to, Play centers against Washington. Like they're a complete mismatch. They should both destroy here. And I mean, if J Val ends up getting 25 minutes, he should post close to over 40 points here. If Noah ends up with 25 minutes, he could potentially go from over 40. I think I prefer Noah to J Val just because of a little bit of price difference, but they're both definitely on my board. They're two of my favorite plays tonight. Conley has just been on an absolute tear lately. And if it weren't for that blowout in the last game, then he still be hitting 45 plus in every single game, pretty much. Um, he gets a matchup against Washington tonight, which is one of the best matchups on the board here. He should absolutely crush. He's still under 8K, which is ridiculous. And he could easily go over 50 here. He may be decently owned, but I don't care. I'm using him all over the place here.
0: um Travis, your thoughts on those two players. And then we can get a little uh, GPP talk in here because there are some fringier plays in the Grizzlies that actually look pretty good tonight. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So the main two guys to talk about are Mike Conley. I think you brought up really good points about that. He's a phenomenal player, but I want to talk about Bradley Beal and uh, Britt, I want to make you an offer. You can't refuse here. All right. Uh, I got a guy, right. You know, since uh, let's say February 11th, he has 45.4 DraftKings draft points or more, and he's 9,300. So essentially he's going to 5X his salary today. Uh, no problem. And and he's got upside for more, right? He's had 60-point gains, 58. Uh, that's Bradley Beal. I mean, he seems like in the past, like, two months – since or even three months since Sean Wall's been gone, these say this play all around, right? Like, I never argue if someone wants to play Bradley Beal. It kind of just depends on how your lineup gets built out. But uh, every day I kind of just, like, play cash games, and I go, why am I not locking Bradley Beal in every single day? Because it just seems like this dude never misses, and he's always just getting you upside too as well. So even though it's a slow-paced game against Memphis, I don't care. Bradley Beal still finds a way to get there. I still think he's a phenomenal play on this league. And running it back with Mike Conley, that's a great Beal way or Curry oh beal or curry see now that gets tough right i got no- 400
0: and curry's 400 cheaper on fantasy draft
2: yeah so that's the funny part right i'm probably going to just go curry which is <laughs> yeah like
0: okay. exactly
2: and, and that's what a lot of people are going to do so like seriously like i think talking about this more and more like i think if you are making tournament teams say you're playing 150 maybe dedicate like 30 of your teams your GP, dedicate them to locking in conley and locking and beal and then just like optimizing the rest uh you know with some plays that you like so I think running those two guys uh, back against each other is a phenomenal tournament play. And again, Beale's a great cash play. Uh, I'm saying he's a great cash play. I probably won't play him. And at the end of the night, I'll probably be looking again and say, hey, look, Bradley Beal got 50 fantasy points and I didn't do yeah. it.
0: Um, all right, Grant, I'm going to go back to you because I asked Travis about the Grizzlies' plays and the value plays, and Travis ignored the value plays on Memphis. So let's try to talk a little bit uh, about uh, DeLon Wright, a uh, CJ Miles, and Avery Bradley. You know, if you're ever going to play these guys, it's against the Wizards, right? A team that doesn't really play a ton of defense. The Grizzlies have a, a pretty reasonable total, uh, given what their totals normally are. Uh, I don't know. I think the CJ Miles really got a lot of run in that blowout. So I'm tempering my expectations on him. But he played 28 minutes the night before. He's heavily in this rotation. He can go off. He's, he's reasonably priced. And then uh, Bradley, if you were playing the Bradley train, um, His minutes got limited because of that blowout. But before that, he was playing like 37 minutes a game here today. So the what have you done for me lately? Uh, players are going to dismiss them. And this is a really good bounce back spot for them.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely a good spot. And any one of these guys could drastically crush their value. I'm a little bit worried about Bradley as price tag of 5K. Yes, in the recent past, he's beaten that pretty badly. But with miles back, the rotate, miles in the rotation a little bit more um, makes me worry. I don't really want to go with Bradley. Wright's fine, but again, he's at around 5K, and I'm not expecting a whole lot out of him. So he's a guy that I'm just kind of crossing off. If anything, it would be probably Miles and hoping that he gets his boatload of minutes and production again against a similarly bad defensive team in the uh, Wizards. But I I honestly, I think I'd rather go with Bridges or Jackson. I will throw some Miles shares in there, but it's not something I'm really going out of my way to go with
0: uh what 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 about the rest of the value on uh the Wizards Travis Uh, I think Beal is reasonable Sadoransky with the little concussion worries I think his ownership we basically have it at like 0.1 percent or something like that it's going to be higher than that but not much higher if you ask me people were going to be scared of it they're going to see the matchup against the Grizzlies he's another guy who can just go out there and drop 30 to 40 out of nowhere at low ownership I think he's pretty interesting if you're if you're looking at it from an ownership perspective the rest of the Wizards you know I'm not in love with the Ariza Portis's Parkers um, but like one other Wizard Beal's gonna get his 50 I'm kind of in agreement with you on that one but somebody else is probably gonna have a really good game I think Sadoransky probably my pick of that um, but the rest of the guys i think i'm taking a little bit more shots in the dark and if you were playing randall earlier in the day first you probably shouldn't have been looking at randall in the first place because he's bad and secondly uh with sadaransky back on uh, no chance
2: yeah i'm not really too interested in, in much of the wizard's value here I, I don't think i want to go that route uh, i do think you brought up a good point i probably should have talked about the grizzlies value i got a little distracted but uh i think avery bradley is a guy that i'd go back to in tournaments yeah. right uh He's a good play. You Also, have to keep in mind, he kind of has a little bit of a back and forth with the Wizards, right? Remember, he was on that Celtics team that absolutely hated them. So he has some hatred for this team, uh, you know, a little narrative there as well. And it's not like Bradley Beal was a bad play before. He was actually uh, 60% owned uh, the other day. I had him in cash games. It was frustrating. Uh, but uh, I think he's going to have a, a solid game. I think in tournaments, you should definitely take a shot on him at the cheap
0: price. Yeah, and Bradley, too, don't forget, he played 37 minutes the game before last, and that was with Miles playing 28, so Bradley, I think Bradley's role is pretty solidified here with Memphis, and this is a really good spot against the Wizards, a guy who, if he gets hot shooting from three, could absolutely destroy the Wizards tonight, so I think Bradley, uh, a reasonable bounce back spot, as is one of uh, Jonas Valanciunas Noah. And uh, like Grant said, I don't mind having one of them. Don't try to play the two together. So if you're mmeing or something, uh, set up a rule in the lineup builder to make sure you're not playing those two. In the lineup. Uh, any anything else in this game, boys? No. All right, nope. Let, let's Maybe go. Cow. Cavs, Mavs. We're waiting on Luca. This is going to be something that could really kind of swing the slate. Luca's been questionable a lot of the times. Grant kind of seems like he's going to play through it. And the price tag on DraftKings is probably, what, $1,000 too cheap? If you ask me tonight, he's 8700 And when you have the ability to drop $55, $59, $64, you should, you should be priced at least like Bradley Beal. And I think we would agree Luka probably has more upside than Beal. He's playing a lot of minutes. The opponent stinks. Uh, if he's in, uh, we haven't projected as one of the highest known players on the slate. I agree with that simply because his price is uh, it's, it's pretty cheap if you ask me.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely a little bit too cheap here. I mean, you look at the difference between him and Beale in terms of how much production they have, if you don't count that horrible game he played against uh the Spurs and they're not too drastically different here. It's about six, eight hundred cheaper depending on which site you're on. Um, I really like Luka getting a matchup versus Cleveland and it's only a seven point spread, so it should stay moderately close. If he isn't in the game though, that's a whole different story there. And I think you have to look at Hardaway, at Brunson, at Powell, like all these guys should be in for a boatload of usage here and going up against a horrible Cleveland team, and they may not pay a, play at the best pace in the world, but Brunson, we've seen what he does when Luke is either having an off game or not playing. He just absolutely smashes pretty much every single time here. His price tag has gone up to 5900 but if Luka's out of the game, that's still probably a little bit too cheap considering what he can do here, so I really... Like, it's all dependent on if Luca plays on who I want to play on this team.
0: Yeah, this new uh, Mavs rotation, right, where Brunson's playing huge minutes and taking a bunch of shots is interesting. Uh, Travis, you you like to read articles throughout the day. If you come across any on Luca, I'm operating under the assumption that I, based on his, you know, um, he's on the injury report quite a bit, right, and he's questionable. He seems to play through it. Um, I'm, you know, going through tonight like he's going to play. Uh, What's your assumption on that situation?
2: Yeah, so Luca, when he's questionable, he plays in eighty-one percent of his games. How, so. how
0: do you have eighty-one percent? Where is this? Is this a chop fact or is this real?
2: No, this is a real fact. This is not a real <laughs> fact. Uh, you know, when, when, when someone I talked to told me that, so right. uh, yeah, he he. But he, he normally plays. He also loves to play, right? Like he's someone yeah. that does not want to miss games. He says. Um, but uh, yeah, Luca is someone that I'm definitely going to play. Uh, he's the play, the sixty percent of the time, all the time play of the day, right? Like uh, this guy is going to absolutely crush. Uh, usage rate at thirty-three point four percent in. The past month. That's number two in the NBA. Yeah. You have to play Luca right now. Like, if he plays, you want to get exposure against Cleveland. Uh, it's just too good of a spot. His minutes are like safe too. It's not like he's trending down in like 26, 25 minutes like some of these other guys uh, that's happening to some of these younger players. He's still playing that consistent mid 30s minutes. So uh you have to like Luca Doncic here. Uh, he's someone that I'm definitely going to try and play.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's no Elf peyton getting triple doubles three in a row, but he's pretty close to him just about every single night here. Uh, the fantasy points, um, pretty consistent uh, as long as he's in. Again, this is an 8:30 game too. So uh, if you're playing weekend basketball as we approach the end of the regular season, you're you're probably going to want to play on late swap or just take some un- unnecessary zeros. So if you plan to kind of close the laptop at 7 o'clock and have family time, you're probably going to end up losing money most nights. So, uh, you know, if you're playing on a, on a late swap site. But, uh, yeah, that's a situation you want to pay attention to. Uh, and then Grant, not only, you know, you talk Brunson and Donka, Luca, but uh, Powell and um, Mr. Maxi Kleber, these dudes are, are just playing a ton of minutes right now. Uh, I think Powell's price tag is, is probably adjusted, but uh, Maxi is a very interesting tournament play. Uh, I know on FanDuel it looks like we have some really high ownership for him, but on DraftKings at just 6%, if he's going to be out there for anywhere from 30 to 34-ish minutes, um, you know, he has game, two games in his last three with 30-plus fantasy points in a 4,400 in tournaments. You can just take that to the bank just about every single night.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't mind that uh, Cleaver play. Again, I'm probably just going down a little bit lower with Jackson and with Bridges as of this moment here, but I don't mind Cleaver at all if you find yourself in that price range. Again, this is a good matchup versus Cleveland. The game's projected to be close, so anytime you're getting a guy that's projected for 30, 30-plus 30 minutes here, for 4400 when he's averaging what 0.8 points per minute like that that just grades out as a fantastic play like and he has the upside for 35 plus so i don't mind that play at all considering how he's been playing lately
0: uh you got any takes on the uh the secondary mavericks uh travis i'm I'm out on hardaway too by the way i just uh, i'm not gonna play hardaway
2: uh, listen, hang on a second. It's Tim Hardaway Jr.'s birthday. Yeah. Uh, Greg, Can you oh, get behind the birthday narrative today?
0: That means yeah. he's going out drinking tonight. So if he plays tomorrow, you don't want to play him.
2: I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not playing him, actually. But I think Maxi Cleaver is interesting. He's one cheap guy around the industry that could make some sense here against Cleveland. So that's a guy that I'd look to maybe get some exposure to. I think Jalen Brunson is a good play, too. Obviously, if Luka is out, he will go – he will have a big, big game. Yeah. So uh, you'll want to have to play him, right? His ownership will go uh, to infinity and beyond. You'll have to be playing some uh, Jalen Brunson if Luka gets ruled
0: out. Uh, Travis, the Cavaliers, I'm just kind of – not on much except Zizic. the The price is just too cheap, too cheap uh, for a guy who's probably going to play, I don't know, it's 27 to 32 minutes somewhere in that range most nights. Not like Dallas's front court uh, is a uh, you know a uh, defensive stalwart or anything like that. Everybody else on Cleveland, I'm kind of out on um, Zizic. Maybe Chetty, maybe Sexton. Those are like uh, you know far-reaching sub five percent on tournament plays. But Zizic is probably the one play in Cleveland I can get behind.
2: Yeah, no, I'm pretty done with this game. I don't think I need to do much more. I think we can say "Asa la vista, baby, to this one.
0: What about you, Grant? You got anything on the Cleveland side?
1: I mean, Love gets a good matchup here um, with all the injuries. I mean, he should get 30 minutes here. The game should stay close. Sexton's been on a tear lately. His price isn't too bad. He still has some upside of it, and he should be in for a boatload of minutes here. I don't mind him. Clarkson off the bench can pretty much any time drastically crush his value, but he's got to have probably the least amount of uh, interest in Zizek if if Thompson and everyone else is in the out yeah. then he should be in for a boatload of minutes he's a great way to find some value especially over on fantasy draft where you can roster a whole bunch of centers
0: yeah I'm expecting those guys to be up but hey if they're in uh, I would probably lose my love for Zizek as well so uh, uh hasta la vista baby that was probably the worst uh Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger impression ever uh so we're gonna move right on to the Warriors Thunder game uh, Travis we got the Warriors without Kevin Durant let's start there um, we've got Cousins and Curry they don't share the court all too often allows both of them to be pretty good fantasy performers you've got an up and pace game uh, this is a really interesting game not you know the the Warriors want to win the Thunder want to win uh, both teams giving it their all tonight so let's uh, let's rank the Warriors in terms of them you want to play I'm going to start first I think I would go with Cousins the price tag on him is probably a little bit too cheap uh, I would take Curry next uh, very close to Cousins uh, I'm gonna have a big drop between that then I'm gonna take some Clay I'm gonna take some Iggy and then Draymond Green is just easily bringing up the rear on this I want no part of that dude
2: yeah uh, definitely don't want any exposure to Draymond Green right now I, I can. Could... what's the if I gave you an over
0: under on six and a half points for like real life points scored tonight what would you take on Draymond Green
2: Oh man, uh, dude! Listen to this. Like, I, so I played. Uh, I I did wrote up my sharp side app the other day. Uh, you know, my plays, my article, and I wrote up the over on seven and a half points on Draymond Green. So I was an idiot that did that. I hit the. O- I put the uh, over on that, and it didn't work out. Milk was a bad choice, Braden. It did not work out for uh, Draymond Green. So I'm not going back. No, but uh demarcus cousins i think is actually one of the better plays i think the real debate if we're talking about the center position Man. uh is a uh cousins and gobert right i think those two are going to garner a ton of ownership and i think those are the three that i'm looking at if i'm looking to jam two centers in in cash if i'm playing on fantasy draft and you have the money i'd be jamming those three guys in i think they're all phenomenal plays today and guys you want to look to so i'll list uh boogie cousins as the 1a play i'm gonna list curry as the uh you know Uh, 1B play, because I think it's great that he has shooting guard eligibility, Uh, you know, in non-fantasy draft, right? Being able to play him in a guard utility, you have so much flexibility over there. It's perfectly fine. But I think it's key that you can get him in at that position. I don't think I'm going to pay for Clay's price right now around the industry. I just think it's too high and I'd rather find my money to Devin Booker. So uh, yeah, I'd rather go Booker instead of Clay. So that's kind of the way I would rank them. That'd be my one, two, three. And then Iggy's a nice value play, but I just think some of these other Suns plays are a little bit better.
0: All right. I'll throw the Warriors over to you, Grant. What do you got for me?
1: Honestly, I'm lower on Clay than you guys or not Clay, Curry than you guys are. I'm probably just saying Boogie. Like I think I have him in every single one of my lineups right now, and he's just a fantastic play. Should crush in this matchup. But Westbrook's occasionally given Curry a little bit of trouble, and Clay's been on a bit of a heater lately. I think the tournament pivot from Curry is going over to Clay, who I expect to have a lot less ownership. And so Curry's probably my third option after Boogie and Clay. And then, obviously, Iguodala and Green. But, I, I mean, Clay's price tag's getting so far up there, but he's been paying it off on a consistent yeah. basis. And just no one's going to be on him. This isn't that great of a slate. And there's not that many shooting guards I really want to go with. So I think that Clay is probably one of the top g b p plays in this game here. And I'm mm-hmm. probably going to have a decent amount of ownership on him. But Boogie is just a stone-cold lock for me here. I'm, especially if you're not playing Curry in the same lineup. So... That's just what it is. This is gonna be a huge scoring game. It should be close. It could potentially go to overtime here. It's a great game to stack up. And I think that uh Boogie and Clay are the two pieces that you should go with in a stack and just kind of fade curry for everyone else is gonna automatically include them in that game.
0: Yeah, I think uh we we all covered the Warriors pretty good here and gave our takes on that. Uh Travis, the Thunder. Um, you know, Westbrook's playing, uh, actually able to shoot the ball finally. He hasn't shot basically all season up until uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he's actually hitting his shots now, which has uh, elevated him into one of the more dangerous fantasy players yet again. And the price tag on him at 10-8, right? Uh, definitely too low given his current form. Uh, very similar to Luca. Hard to play both of them in the same lineup tonight, but they do give you two different salary tier players. Um, when you're making tournament lineups, I think those are – are very key pieces at the point guard position tonight.
2: Yeah, uh, we're back to Russell Westbrook. He is the king of the world again. Yeah. I mean, this is his place. He's absolutely crushing. I think you need to get some exposure to him. If you're playing tournaments, right? Uh, fading Russell Westbrook was cool about like uh, two weeks ago, but uh, do not fade Russell Westbrook. Uh, I think you in tournaments, if you're playing 150 lineups, you want to get some exposure. Now, in cash games, it's a little bit more difficult. I think it depends on if you have enough value. I wouldn't force it in, but uh, I could see myself getting uh, some Russell Westbrook exposure in cash. It just depends on how things shake up. I think Check Diallo could help make that work. But again, Again, there's some nice step downs, right? There's Devin Booker. We have uh, Steph Curry. So uh, I don't know if I have to jam Russell Westbrook in, but, man, it's a phenomenal spot for him. Also, like Paul George, small forward is never a fun position to roster. Uh I do think his price around the industry has been good. It's not priced up to where it was when he was absolutely crushing. So I still think we can go back there, and I think there's some upside for him at that price.
0: Though. Yeah, what I like about George, too, after he came back from his injury, he was really shooting horrible for what, like four games in a row, and then he went nine for 18 and 10 of 23, so while not amazing, it's, you know, at least average for Paul George, so it looks like his uh, little shoulder issue seems to be behind him, so I I can certainly get behind Paul George as well. Uh, I I don't think I want to mess around with the Grants or the Adams. This is a two-man team. Schroeder is a little interesting just because he's, uh, actually, he's not even that cheap, so I'm gonna, this is just a two-man show for me on the Thunder here. It's it's Westbrook and Jard and that's it. I think you can even play both of them in the same lineup. Uh, I don't think they really hurt each other too much.
1: Yeah, it's it's Westbrook is the tough play on the entire slate here, and you just force them into all of your lineups. I'm not with Trav. I'm not playing cash today, but if I were, Westbrook would absolutely be a stone cold lock there. Over on fantasy draft, he's way too cheap at eighteen eight. If you're not locking him in there, then you're just making some horrible life decisions. He's the clear top play in this game. And then George, I still like playing. This is still going to be a high scoring game here. And George has uh, the ability to go off for more than Westbrook. So the only merit for fading Westbrook is to play Paul George. But yeah, I really don't mind playing both of them together. And they're the only two pieces that I really want exposure to in this game.
2: Yeah, yeah, real quick, Grant. I, yeah, I didn't have Westbrook in first, and I think that Diallo news could, could end up getting me to get more exposure to him. So I, I just haven't built lineups. So I just want to make sure that people know. Yeah, so, sure, you know, sure. I don't want to get accused of, you know, uh, you know, uh no shenanigans, yeah, Travis, no shenanigans right? right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we don't do any of that. Uh are we good on this game? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Uh Blazer Spurs. This game's a little under the radar tonight. I think uh my Something I was going to do is uh, I actually like Aldridge. Uh, I was going to take Aldridge over Randall. This was before all this news came out earlier in the day because I thought the the Randall ownership was going to be too high, and I was going to swerve to Aldridge. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the Spurs a little bit here, Grant. I guess I'll start with you, Aldridge, DeRozan. Um, you're looking for a cheap tournament flyer. Uh, Podal's going to be out there just off a big game. It was against the Knicks, but he's shown this a couple of times this season where in the 28-ish minutes, He can go out and have himself a good game. I know it's against Nurkic, so the likelihood of that uh, isn't great, but that's also kind of reflected in his ownership being around 5%. I think he could certainly get there at a low price tag. And then if you're looking for uh, some swerves off the the higher own plays, it might not be at the same positions, but if you put DeRozan or Aldridge into your lineups tonight, you're going to have a different lineup, and I think both of those guys have some upside tonight.
2: You know
1: you're missing the best play in this entire game?
0: Uh, Rudy Gay, Marco Bellinelli.
1: Derek White.
0: <laughs> Derek White. Yeah, White had a down game last time. I've been a Derek White fan um, for a long time, so I can certainly get behind White for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, just because he's had two bad games in his last three, I mean, New York was just a weird game, and it was complete and total blowout, and it was on the first end of a back-to-back, so you shouldn't really expect too much out of him. Plus, he had a poor shooting uh, outing, outing. So, I think White's probably – White may be – top three play on this entire slate. I think he's the highest scoring guy in this game here. I like Galma, May, I like DeRozan, but I'm not really sure which one of them is going to go off. I'd be like Aldridge is the more obvious one because it is against Portland and his old team, but he is a bit older and this is the second of a back-to-back. I only played 27 minutes last night, but he's been playing a boatload of minutes recently. So it could go either way. He could end up with high 30s or he could try and limit it a little bit. And if this turns into a blowout, he's the guy that's probably going to end up being the first one off the court. So Alame and DeRozan are both fine plays, but I drastically prefer White. You can go with Potal if you really want to. Um, he's in that, like, slightly above a lot of the value that I'm going with range, so I don't really have a whole lot of pivots off him with the lineups I have. But just seeing what he did in the last game, in only 27 minutes, he could absolutely rush, and he should be in for mid-20s minutes. So I, if he doesn't score over 22, it would be a surprise to me. So there is a floor there, and there is a feeling I don't mind that at all. Outside of him, maybe Bellinelli, but to me, it's white, and then I'm probably going to stack this game up a few different ways.
0: Now, if there's one thing I know Travis likes other than bad sports betting advice from me, it's revenge narratives. And we got LaMarcus Aldridge versus Portland tonight, Travis. Can you get on board with me?
2: Yeah, I mean, I can get on board with it a little bit. The problem is a lot of, like, the uh, big men that I want to spend up on, like, I just think they're better plays. That's... I,
0: get, I get it for sure. I understand it.
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of one of the issues that I'm having here with that. Uh, so that, I don't know. I just, Aldridge isn't fitting my builds right now. That's the one problem. But if you were playing like Julius Randall on FanDuel and you, now you just want to make a quick pivot to LaMarcus Aldridge because, you know, you're obviously worried about the minutes. I could totally see going that route today. Uh, Grant, I don't really understand the idea of going, uh, white today. I don't think he's that great of a play. Point
0: guard just too stacked, I think.
2: Yeah. I just don't <laughs> think that that that's good. That's too good of a play. Uh, sell me on a little bit more, Grant.
1: I mean, he's been crushing lately. He's had over 34 and what four of his last six, one of which was against one of which where he didn't was against the Knicks who went in a complete blowout. One of which was against Milwaukee, which isn't a very good matchup here. You he can get it done pretty much all over the floor here. He's a guy with huge upside. That's going to be horribly low owned. Why wouldn't you go with that? You have 50 point upside with this guy.
2: Listen, can I, listen, I don't like to do this often, Grant, but I don't think you can handle the truth here on this one, but DeAndre Ayton versus Derek White, straight up. Beer chug bet, you ready to go?
1: Yes, absolutely. I was going to say J-Val versus Ayton when that game happened, but I'll go with Derek White instead. All right, like uh,
0: we got we got that one booked, uh, Grant. Uh, good luck on that one. Uh, how about the Blazers? You got anything on this one? Lillard, it's, it's Lillard, it's McCollum, it's Nurkic. The, the only problem with Nurkic is the minutes for him can just be so low uh, with uh, Cantor in the mix here now. Uh, not not completely sold on Nurkic here. I think, if anything, I, I lean Willard or McCollum.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, a lot of the guys that we've been mentioning at the mid-4K range, I think I prefer Cantor here. Like, there's always a chance. He's been getting 20 minutes the last yeah. few games, and he could potentially be into that or more in this game here. He's been crushing on a point-per-minute basis, and I would much prefer him for 4,400 than with a lot of these other guys. Granted, it's at the center position, but mostly I'm playing over on fantasy draft, so it doesn't affect me too much. I don't really have a whole lot of interest in Nurk. Yes, if he does end up with 30 minutes, he could absolutely destroy here, but I don't think that's really going to happen with Cantor now in the rotation. To me, it's Cantor. It's McCollum maybe, but I don't really want to play that price tag when I could get white for 500 less. And then Lillard is a guy that I'll be using a little bit. But there's a lot of guys point guard between eight five and nine five that can absolutely
2: crush.
0: We good here, Travis?
2: You got anything on the Blazers? Nah, I don't really like this game too much. I just don't think there's too much, too many, too much fantasy goodness. I guess you could say in this game.
0: All right, let's go to Jazz Nets. Uh, the Nets are really tough to use tonight, in my opinion, uh, with Graham re-entering the rotation. Uh, it's just going to be very messy, plus the tough matchup against the Jazz. I'm actually going to take a complete pass on the Nets. I don't. I can't figure anything out. Um, if you want to play one of these guys in tournaments like an Allen or a Russell or a Dinwiddie, go for it. Just know what you're getting into. There's a lot of variance in those games. But, uh, Travis, I want to talk about the Jazz because I think there's some interesting plays here. Uh, I like Rudy Gobert quite a bit. Centers against the Nets. We know that. Uh, Gobert can smash. And uh, Gobert hasn't, uh, on the last couple of games, he's had some 40, like, you know, he hasn't had the 50 in a long time. Uh, This could be one of those nights where Gobert's ownership uh, probably a little bit lower. It looks like it's about, you know, 13% or so on on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft right now. Uh, If I'm playing tournaments, uh, I would want to be over that for sure.
2: Yeah, I definitely think you want to be overweight on Rudy Gobert today. I think it's a phenomenal play. Also, think it's a good idea. Speaking of the revenge we've talked about, I mean, Derek Favors has a little revenge against the Nets.
0: Yeah, the, I I like Favors quite a bit here tonight
2: yeah i think favors is fine he's like another guy that you can play but uh gobert and favors like just attacking the Nets front court that's something we've been doing all season long uh, i'm gonna keep doing it i'm gonna keep attacking it. i think going those two guys are fine plays i don't think i want to spend a bit donovan mitchell like guard there's just too many good spend up guard yeah. options if you want to live in the mid-tier and you know not play Derek white i would go ricky rubio for much cheaper and take a shot on him instead but uh grant what's your kind of take on this game
1: I mean, Mitchell's in play. Brooklyn's not great defensively, but Mitchell's another guy that's in that mid-8 to mid-9K range that I just don't think is entirely worth it for me on Utah. It's just Gobert. It's Gobert. You're right. We absolutely just target every single time a center plays Brooklyn. I don't care how good or how bad they are. In Gobert's case, he's very good. I'm, I am I love Gobert on tonight's slate. And then, I mean, I think favors, if you really want to chase what he's been doing lately, then by all means, do it because this is the type of matchup where it could easily pay off here. I've got some uh, ownership in favors here tonight because, and we're getting a guy with forty point upside at five six. I mean, if I favors expect-
0: gets twenty five minutes, he is going to cruise past thirty fantasy points tonight with without with ease, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that he probably shouldn't. This is a perfect matchup, so go bear and favors. I'm just going with the big man, and if you really want to, you can throw Mitchell in or you can throw a Rubio in, but for me, it's just go bear and favors.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm on the grand side in this one. Those are the two plays. I'm not really messing around with Rubio. I'm not sure if he's really going to play like 32 minutes yet. Um, basically on track to play around 24 in both of his first games. Uh, I'm not convinced they bump him right up. He's he's had that hamstring issue over and over and over again. I think they're going to be really careful with him uh, throughout the rest of the the regular season. So I I'm out on Rubio, man. Does Does that do anything for you? Are you uh you still gonna I just, th- Rubio.
2: Uh, I just think he has upside at that price that's all he's not like you know some priority guy uh, you know I'd prefer Alfred Payton and a bunch of other guards but I think there's mm-hmm. some upside there for him in the matchup at the price right we don't see him at this price too often so uh, I think he's fine
1: what's your issue on fantasy draft Grant oh it just I think it's my computer not fantasy draft it wasn't loading but right after I typed that it loaded up
0: all right yeah it's all it's working for
1: me so I wanted to make sure you were on the same page. yeah yeah no it's it's just my crap computer all right yeah get a new one grant i have like three new ones i just i'm always too lazy to transfer over stuff i have a new one right next to me here look at this still in a box (laughs) yeah
2: come on i mean i can't i can't say the same because i still have a uh, i still have my desk my standing desk uh, in the room still haven't set that thing
1: up. who likes to stand it's horrible
0: wait you have like the fifteen thousand dollar chair why would you want a standing desk
2: no, dude, because, like, I, I get sick of standing all day. Like, I'll literally go out to, the like, the bar with my friends at night, and they'll be like, why are you standing? Like, we're at a bar. Sit down. Like, I, I, do, sit like, I, yeah, I sit all day. Yeah, I sit all day. Like, I need a little bit. Like, I'm not saying –
1: sit all day because it's my favorite thing to do. So, when they get a chance to sit again at the end of the day,
2: I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I need to stand for a little bit. It just uh, – I'll go crazy if I sit all day
1: long. Uh,
2: final game of the night,
0: and this one's pretty tough for me to get – Uh, a grasp on players I have a lot of interest in Travis right we got the Pacers going into Denver the Pacers have a team total hovering around 100 that really doesn't do it for me too much Uh, Miles Turner price tag is reasonable Thad Young sure if you want to play them you know like they're okay plays but nothing's really standing out on the Pacers side I go to the Nuggets and like Jokic just this new Denver rotation is just holding him back just enough where I don't think he's worth the price tag like sure he has the ceiling of the Westbrooks of the Paul Georges you know but I don't know if it's really readily available uh, as it used to be so I'm off of him and then every everyone's just killing everyone else's usage it's kind of hit or miss which player is going to have a big game you've got Morris who's cheap and he's playing about 30 minutes he's probably the most attractive piece in this game for
2: yeah, I think Morris is the one guy I would maybe look to. Right, he he makes sense as like a duel play too, where you have to play two shooting guards. So I, yeah. it can make some sense over there with him. <laughs> so that's fine. But I, I'm not really interested in Jokic. I'll just say bye Felicia to him. No thanks. There's way too many better spend up options.
1: Are that's you like, just trying to drop in a whole bunch of movie references during the show?
2: Yeah, it took you guys long enough. Dean's been feeding you references I, I, throughout as soon the If you
1: said Oslo Visa baby, I'm like oh, I know exactly what Mangum's doing. I just yeah. don't know why.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Dean just decided. he, he was. Scary.
0: Dean knows all the movies. I, the, the movie stuff kind of goes, like, I watch all the movies. I've watched every movie almost, but I don't retain the movie information. Does that make sense? So, like, that flies over my head where Dean is like a sponge for that sort of garbage.
2: Yeah, Dean gave me some tough ones, too. He, was, <laughs> he tried to give me why so serious, like the Joker. Like, where, where am I going to throw that throughout the show? Uh, <sighs> but, yeah, it was, a, it was fun while it lasted, I guess. I was waiting for you guys to call it out. What do you
0: got on this game, Grand? Do you kind of share me and Travis's – The you know, Morris is the most uh, attractive piece I just said. It seems Travis agrees with that too. It's just a, a whole bunch of mess. It's really tough from all these teams to try to figure out which one's going to have a big game.
1: Uh, this one's just like a pass for me. I mean, it's Morris from this game and maybe some shots on Joker, and that's about it. That's pretty much it. Um, I have a lot of interest in Morris, and I have him in most of my lineups just because he's the guy that I ended up on and I'm mostly playing over on Fantasy Draft, but I I just don't want anything in this game right now.
0: Yeah, it's a a tough sell for me to use a a lot of players from this game. So uh, that's the seven-game slate. We've got about 10 minutes left here. Uh, So if you guys have any QQs, uh, throw those out. Uh, We will get a couple of those in chat. Come on over and put those in the Roto-Grinders chat if you're over on the YouTubes. Uh, let's talk, uh, let's talk the, what we think are going to be the more popular game stacks tonight, Travis. If people are trying to make some lineups, uh, I think the obvious one is the Suns Pelicans. I don't want to get too into that game. That's the obvious one. Uh, outside of that, um, and you can't tell me to play Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Steph Curry, and, and, um, DeMarcus Cousins on the same team either, because I don't even think you can make an actual lineup around that. Although, uh, maybe you actually could. Uh, on fantasy draft you can yeah on fantasy draft you definitely can um but what are what's maybe an under the radar game stack and a couple of targets you might want from that
2: yeah I'm kind of torn because, like, obviously, Suns and Pelicans is a great way to go. I was trying to figure this out earlier. Like, what's the other game stack on this slate? And I don't think I would be game stacking if it wasn't that game on this mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. I feel like buying prices throughout the industry is, is a way better uh, route to go rather than just jamming in these guys. Uh, I Golden State and Oklahoma City, like, I get you want to jam those guys in and they make sense. I don't think you can, like, get them all and make this massive game stack, but I think they're guys you want to get exposure to. Um, but I don't know. Maybe – I. I guess maybe it's Washington and Memphis because sometimes the prices can be a little cheap, and the Memphis guys get a, a boost in tempo, and Washington guys can still be cheaper with the match we get against Memphis. And it's a two twenty-five and a half total, and we like Conley and Bradley Beal. We talked about them, so I guess I'll go with that as my uh, other game stack to go to rather than the Suns and Pelicans. But I don't think it's a day where you want to kind of jam that in. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd rather just buy like some of the low prices, and you know, with guys being. Out.
0: I'll do that. Not so, like I'm not out there game stacking every game when I do GPP mode. Um, I would agree. Like if I was playing 100 lineups, I might make 15 or 20 game stacks of like the Suns Pelicans tonight and then just let um, the lineup builder kind of build the other teams for me just based off best projections. You don't always have to game stack, uh, but I do like to include, you know, the high total, the close games, put a couple of those into my stacks um, at a reasonable stuff. Um, You got you got any sort of game stack outside of those two uh, for me today, Grant?
1: I mean, a little bit of an off the board one would be Cleveland versus Dallas. You can throw Luca in there. You can throw Powell, Sexton, Love. All I, like these- that one. I like that. Yeah, they could all potentially crush. It doesn't have a high total, but it also doesn't really have a whole lot of high prices. It's basically Love and it's Luca are the high price guys there. And like it may only score 270 points, but this game could be a lot closer here. Um, and like any number of guys on this team, especially with all the injuries, could end up. Uh, crushing their value. And if Luca's out, then it's absolutely fantastic smash spot. You can take Brunson, you can take Pal, you can take Sexton, you can take Love, all of which can crush here. And you can even throw on Hardaway if you want. And then you have plenty of money to spend up for a guy like Boogie or throw in um, cousins in there or throw in Westbrook. You mm-hmm. just have the money to do it and you stacked up a game. If it goes to overtime then you're sitting real pretty.
0: Um someone in chat asked if is Luca out. Luca is questionable. And Luca tends to play through that questionable. How how often? 80 percent of the time. Travis somehow knows that with all the people he's uh, he's chatting with throughout the day, and he, he refuses the name drop. But he just he just chats with all these people throughout the day. So uh,
2: yeah, it's it's, I, it's 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 a heel suit. That, that's who
0: it is. <laughs> um, I'm under the assumption Luca plays. He plays through that questionable tag quite a bit. If he happens to sit out, hey, right, and you're on FanDuel, you're probably screwed because you can't get the lock in. But if you're on DraftKings, uh, you can late swap. You're on Yahoo, late swap. You're on Fantasy Draft. You're screwed. Um, but you you have to pay attention to this stuff on weekend basketball, specifically as we get close to the end of the season. Weird stuff's going to happen every night out of nowhere. Um, so if you are playing on late swap sites, make sure you have the RG alerts or you're able to late swap if you're mmeing, ing um, because uh, you'd just be wasting money if you're not able to do something like that. All right, a couple QQs have come in, and then we'll get on out of here. Let's see here. Uh, someone want to know? Uh, what's on Disney tonight? I do not know. I will not be watching the Disney Channel tonight. I just go to Disney. I don't watch the Disney.
1: What's your favorite Disney movie?
0: I don't even know. I don't even know if I have one. I, I just I get brought into this from the fiance, right? Like like she brings me into this, and now this has become like my my shtick here on Roto Grinders. I have to talk about Disney all the time,
2: Dean. I see Ratat- Rat- I see Ratatou- I see Ratatouille's Ratatou- Ratatou- on at eight on Disney Channel, Dean. You can watch or not, Dean. Uh, Dean. Br- Br- all Br- right.
0: You, you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have David. Uh, just cancel you out of the rest of the show here for calling. You
2: cars, just razzed him real good there, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to figure out what was on uh, Disney Channel for you. I was,
0: how did you? How were you able to look at that so fast?
2: You Google what's on TV's Disney. Right oh, here, man. I got the remote. You just right here.
0: You guys in the in the the technology. Wait, the main
1: thing is that you know what channel the Disney Channel is actually
2: on. Oh, it's I I got all my channels memorized. Man. Oh, look, he's back. You're, you're, back
0: you're backtracking now, man. Going. Well,
2: I, I have. It's the same channel. You watch it all the, the time, TV. don't you? No, definitely not true, but my favorite, <laughs> I don't know what my favorite Disney movie would be. That's that's a tough one, uh, Grant. What was yours? It's Aladdin. Aladdin. Aladdin is the correct answer.
0: What about the new one coming out? You like Will Smith in it? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm
1: excited to see how it is.
0: Uh, I, I thought the previews, I just, well, I wanted to just like vomit. I didn't think that looked very good. Anyway, uh, QQs for the, the people. So we've got uh, a couple of rolled in here. The first one I see uh, from Fuzzwan is Clay in cash games, which is interesting. Like, I, I guess I would approve of that if Clay's like the last guy on your team. I think he's a, a reasonable play. He's not someone I'm going out of my way to get it. He has had some upside. He's shooting the all more per game than Curry. The price is on the higher end of Clay, um, and, and I think uh, I'm okay with it. If he's like the last guy on your team. And I know, Grant, you liked uh, Clay quite a bit tonight. What's your thought on that?
1: I mean, in cash, it's a little bit tough. But when you look at it, there's not really a whole lot of shooting guards that are on the same price range. I mean, I'd rather go up for Conley. I'd rather play Love. I'd rather play Boogie um, for cash. But if you can't get those guys in and you just need a shooting guard, then yeah, he's fine
0: um i, I actually want to i want to go to a different question for man let's uh let's promote your little sharp side stuff today man what you got for us on sharp side
2: yeah so uh man i took some heavy juice ones today uh so i took the andre and i took the over on rebounds i also like the over on points with the holmes news uh the other one I took and I'm not feeling as good about it is Aminu I like the over on five and a half rebounds for him but that's random well I didn't I didn't know Harkless was I thought he was going to be out but now that he's possibly in that that's obviously a concern so but the minutes could be down you never know and I like Aminu with these types of matchups so I thought that made sense and then I thought that Nance and Thompson were going to sit too and five and a half rebounds is pretty high for Osman but if both those guys are out I'm probably in trouble Uh, I wrote those up earlier in the day uh, hoping, uh, hoping that maybe uh, he still doesn't get there because that's still a kind of a high line for uh, a guy like Osman at uh, five and a half rebounds, even though mm-hmm. he's been playing great lately. But uh, yeah, all the rebounds, I took the overs, the unders. Uh, so that's where I'm at. Yeah,
0: If you guys, uh, I know sports betting, it's going to really come into fruition. I think uh, this year it's going to expand quite a bit across the United States. Um, sharp side, hey, we got the company, the company line. I got some sharp side T-shirt. Someone actually asked me what that. They see people know that I wear the roto grinder stuff when I go to the gym. I'll wear it when I work out. So they're like, what's sharp side? So I had to actually explain to them like, it's the sports betting part of the Roto-Grinders thing. It's the
1: Tinder of sports betting.
0: Yeah, the Tinder of sports betting. Uh, yeah, you just swipe and all that. And I know Travis uh, has a pretty good record on that stuff. So if you were interested in any of that, uh, go check well, out. Who,
1: who has a better record than him, though? Do you? Yeah, I'm number two.
2: He's number yeah he's number two right now my my article I'm like 103 and 60 or something like that but overall record you got me beat Grant I'm gonna have to keep working on that we got March Madness coming up so I'll be swiping uh, right and left on all the good stuff coming up
0: a uh, couple more questions real quick let me see if I can find a couple of these um Frank Jackson DraftKings cash that would be a no for me tonight uh, is that that's yeah. probably a no across the board right yeah
2: yeah no that's a no for me as well
0: all right uh, let's see if we get a couple more uh Sato tonight I I don't mind Sato tonight for tournaments specific like you're not going to play Sato in a cash game against Memphis but if you uh if you're trying to leverage ownership you know Sadoransky has the volatility at he's 5,800 right and he has the ability to hit the high 30s low 40 fantasy points and that gets it done at that price range in tournaments tonight you you're not really expecting it but does he get there more than like three or four percent of the time, I think absolutely. So I like Sadoransky, uh for tournaments. Actually, quite a bit. Anybody else? I mean, he's fine.
2: Yeah, he's fine. But I just, I think I prefer other guards. Like he yeah. just doesn't. End up
0: I, the- I I understand completely. I I just I always think from the, um, you know, the leveraging ownership. I think is the next big kick in in DFS. So yeah, that a- that
2: that feels like a GPP brick play. That's what it
0: feels. like. Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying it's
2: bad. I think it's it makes sense. But there's other guards in play.
0: Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's a lot of sports betting stuff going
1: on, chat. All right. Yeah, why are
2: people worried about sports betting? It's federally
1: legal. ESPN hasn't done too much, but they will once it's regulated in more states. Nothing talking about is in no way um, bad, and it's going to be massive within yeah. the next year.
0: However big you think DFS is, the sports betting side of it is going to be
1: like 10x that in terms of the... Yeah, and what, the market cap for sports betting right now not legal sports betting which will increase once it's fully legal across the u.s is what 40 times what dfs is
0: yeah it's gonna it's gonna be big and um i've always been kind of against the sports betting right because i focused on fantasy but hey that's kind of what we're gonna have to do um you know i'm expecting next year i'm gonna be able to go to the casino and play some sports bets and maybe even mash some buttons on my phone uh, if i'm lucky enough like man going to be able to do that so uh yeah, go check out the Sharp Side stuff if you ever want uh, sports. But I know Grant and uh, Travis uh, do a lot of good work for him over there. Uh, we're going to do it for that. Uh, if you like Grant's sexy voice on this show, guess what? You get a half hour more of it if you're a premium member. He is on Crunch Time. Uh, it's with Chief, correct? Yep. So, uh, Chief, they're going to be on Crunch Time for you. Uh, me and Travis are going to go uh, put some finishing touches on our DFS lineups tonight. Uh, that's all I got for you tonight, everybody. Thanks for watching, and uh, we out, Chief. Thank you. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff.
1: Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
0: Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month. Credit apply within two bills. If can't, early remaining balance due, unlimited basic. After six thirty twenty. dollars pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data
2: deprioritization during congestion, speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply.